I was just really shocked to look back and see someone cutting hair in a kitchen. I've never, I've never experienced anything like that. I also feel like I did the right thing. So if this is what it takes to do the right thing, then so be it. I'll find another job. Fellas, fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I've often said it, and I'm going to change my stance on it, that fast food restaurants need to have full-time security personnel. And you're changing your stance? I am changing my stance. Don't waste the money on full-time security behind the scenes. That's at a Taco Bell, by the way, where... They were cutting hair in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. That's probably the least of the concerns. If they're cutting hair in the kitchen, yeah, I'm like... What else is going on? It's uh, two things that aren't supposed to be together. Peanut butter and chocolate, they go together. Haircuts and fast food? No. They've opened an investigation into the Kokomo, Indiana Taco Bell after reports of a new hairdo happening in the kitchen. Oh, my goodness. It goes on. person you just heard took a picture of that employee's and then she quit because she just couldn't take it any longer. And she says if turning somebody in... Then that's just, you know, if she's going to be the bad person out of that, then that's just, that's fine. But I think the, pe- the people cutting the hair no, would be the see, bad person. Because they don't care. They don't care because th- that's not their, quote, forever job, you know, forever jobs. Good luck with that. I guess um, cutting the hair but is going to be I, the forever I say time. whatever money you were going to spend on security behind the scenes to make sure that nobody bathes in any of the wash basins or nobody puts their feet in the cheese or anything like that or clips their toenails and throws it into the salad mix or anything like So that doesn't happen. Don't hire the security detail. Just save the money for the automation that's soon to come. <laughs> Put it in that little so jar. Save the money <laughs> for when you have to install the robots. Because if you've ever watched, and there's plenty of behind-the-scenes videos on TikTok and Instagram of people preparing the food at Taco Bell or people preparing the food at McDonald's. It's fairly automated as it is. It's just human hands literally squeezing this and pushing that and doing that. But it's it's the most easily if they can build a car for God's sake mm. or micro technology by robots, they certainly can whoop together the five layer burrito hmm. at Taco Bell with a robot. So yeah, Kokomo, Indiana, because you know. Kokomo, right? Kokomo. Remember that song? Yeah. Yeah. That's enough of that. All right, 6 o'clock on the dot of the Mark and Kim Show. Good morning. Welcome. Robots are on the way. Keep doing it. Not fast enough if we're... Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it because they don't care. They're, they're fine. They're just they're facilitating the next wave of the American worker. The next wave of the American worker is totally automated, and you can program it to do exactly what you needed to do. I promise you, your food will taste better without fear. All right? Fear has a taste. It makes me always wonder, what am I eating here? Ah, I'll be fine. Do you really? I want to leave out the... A lot of times, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, who knows who's back there? You hear about this? Well, yeah. You hear about other things? All the things I mentioned are things that are actually happening. I, Feed in the cheese. I know, I know. Bathing in a wash mm. basin. I know. It happens. Don't be surprised, and and you may double clutch a second when you're putting in that you know beefy five layer burrito in your mouth, thinking, "Geez, what the hell's happening in here?" Mm. You might double clutch a little bit. You eat it because it tastes good. Except, of course, the Mexican pizza, which changed. I don't know what the hell yeah, happened. Yeah, it's not the same. All right, hot today. 80 degrees today, tomorrow, and on Saturday and Sunday. We get cooling. Oh, oh, look at this. High on on Halloween. 
55. Yeah. When you're out trick-or-treating, it might be in the 40s, depending mm-hmm. on how late you go out. And late is after dark, and I think it's darker like around 6 o'clock now, 6.30 Yeah, so, last so. night I looked out the window and got, yeah. it's dark. Getting clear. Yeah. It was yeah. early. It's fall, everybody. Good morning. 6.02 on the Mark and Kim Show. 6.08, that is G Idol and I do on the Mark and Kim Show. Getting ready for her versus him about an hour and 20 minutes from now. We got a chance to play The Feud is the Game of the Day. Dead Man's Farm, Haunted Attraction, and Corn Maze. Those are the tickets available for her versus him. Mark versus Kim, of course, the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Uton Law Firm. Feeling like, oh, they're calling this summer throughout the weekend, not even spring. <laughs> Feeling like summer throughout the weekend, 80 today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, get a little relief, and then Tuesday, just flat cold. Overnight lows to 30. It's daylight from David Kushner on Star Wars 2.1. You got the Mark and Kim show. So, do you have baking soda in your fridge to eliminate odors? Yes. You do? Yes. Does it truly eliminate odors? You know, How I don't do you know. know. I've always done it. My, my refrigerator has a little... Uh, canister built in, if you will, no. that you can put it in. Well, of course it does. You know, it yeah. came, I mean, it was part <gasps> of the fridge. This is the scratch and dent refrigerator? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? It's it ha- fancy, but it's scratching. Are you dead. sure you had a place for the, or is that just some broken part on it that just looks, oh, we could put no, a box of it's, it's baking a soda in here. a little filter thing built in. Where the plastic is opened up and the inside of it. And just, just, have you ever taken out the baking soda to smell the baking soda, to see if it smells like anything other than baking soda? Because I did that the other day and I have a surprising result on that. No, I, I've never done that because I figure, why would I smell well, I moved bad things? It, I moved it and, it's, and it tipped over. Okay. Right, so I was moving things around in the fridge, and it tipped over. Mm-hmm. And so I picked it up, and I had to get a wet paper towel and clean it all up. And I smelled the actual baking soda in the box. You How long it, had it been in there? Uh, my wife's got a date on it. I guess it's coming out sometime around the new year. Okay. I smelled it. Mm-hmm. You know what it smelled like? What? Baking soda. <laughs> well, if you keep your fridge clean, I'm, I'm assuming it's, you know, I mean, it, it absorbs things that are supposed to absorb absorbs, things that right. would So that smell, means you know? it would take on the smell, right? Yeah, you would think. Right. I would assume. Right. Well, because the charcoal pads that I bought for this cubicle back when you were farting your ass off back in here. No, I was <laughs> not. And you didn't buy them. They were sent to us. Yeah, because that makes a difference. But you we, make it sound like you, you bought them because it was so horrendous because yeah, I was, was farting my ass off. No, none of that is wow, true. Ass and bitch in the last few days. Yeah. Well, I'm her. Mm-hmm. Someone's feeling her oats. Um, if, you, if you fart into a charcoal fart pad, guess what the charcoal fart pad smells like? What? Farts. Steel? Yeah. Well, I, so you farted into one and then smelled it? <laughs> did you know that you can now instead Notice of he passed right over did, there, you, right. did you know that instead of putting baking soda in your fridge you're supposed to put a roll of toilet paper in there that is better for absorbing odors if you think about it think about it no i've not thought about it no think about it think about what the toilet paper is you know meant for yeah but have you ever smelled it after you've used it <laughs> i have not i'll be pressing on again i have not our first <laughs> wait thought- a minute have you <laughs> Don't ask. Have you? Don't ask ridiculous questions. Have you? Don't ask ridiculous Have questions. Have you? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Good lord. Um. Supposedly this works. It absorbs absorbs moisture in your fridge, and helps with unpleasant odors. Baking soda doesn't absorb moisture the way that a toilet paper roll would. Hence, it's become it absorbs more smell because of the moisture in the air, and then does the yeah. Can you imagine somebody coming over? And you say, hey, can, uh, can I get a soda? Yeah, like, just go help yourself. <laughs> and then there's a roll of toilet paper in there. <laughs> I mean, this is things you don't, you know, you think it's bad when people go through your medicine cabinet still. 
Do people, you still go, you say, you say you do that all the time. You're that snooper. No, I don't. You've said before. No, I don't. Mm. I don't go through medicine cabinets. I'll look behind the shower curtain. Well, oh. I'm sorry. I was off by a <laughs> foot and a half. <laughs> 628, judging your neighbors. It's a Facebook post. You can still get involved in that before we go live with that just after 7 o'clock this morning on the Mark and Kim Show here on Starwater 2.1. And Travis Kelsey truly is everywhere. I'll tell you where he is next. Probably in bed. It's a little early in Kansas City. Okay, like right not, not right now. <laughs> that is Noah Khan on Starwater 2.1. That is spelled K-A-H-A-N, just in case you're looking him up. Feels like summer throughout the weekend. 80 today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, 68. Tuesday, 55. When you wake up Wednesday morning, 35. When you wake up Thursday morning, 33. Hmm. Cool. Everyone's favorite tight end. No, not necessarily true, but that's fine. Seems to be. Whatever you need to say. Well, if you don't know a lot about football and you've just recently got into it, pretty much everybody's favorite tight end is Travis Kelsey. And he's launching an entire line of barbecue-inspired prepared meals now. They're going to be in the Walmart freezer section. Okay. And uh, he already, just some of the stuff, we heard a commercial just a little while ago. Uh, he's part of the Lowe's team now. Okay. Um, he's got, uh, Fi- he's with Pfizer. He's an endorser for that, for the COVID shots. Right. He has something to do with Nike now, one of the Nike brands. You may know about that. One of the Nike brands? Well, one of the Nike um Shoes? Shoes, one of the styles, I guess. Okay. Um, he, he owns Hilo Gummies, which is a sleep gummy, and he's part owner of Club Car Wash. So those are just some of the things that he's involved in. Are you going in. to arrive at a point somewhere soon? Yes, but now, I, I, my point was he's launching an entire line of barbecue-inspired prepared well, you know where, I started with that. But you, but you know where he's from, right? You know where he lives? Kansas City. Which is known for its? Burnt ends. Well, barbecue. Well, burnt ends is what this is focusing on. I understand that, but Kansas City, so yeah, of course, a, a Kansas KC barbecue company is going to hire the hottest mm-hmm. celebrity other than Taylor Swift right now. Well, he has he has burnt in mac and cheese, burnt ends barbecue baked beans, sausage barbecue baked beans. Shouldn't they seasoned- be burnt tight ends? Yeah. I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm serious. Maybe they'll I mean, do a play on that. I don't know. Well, that's too late now. They've already marketed this stuff. Seasoned brisket burn ends and barbecue sauce. Seasoned sliced brisket and barbecue sauce and sausage and meatball marinara with peppers and onions. Okay. Uh, so they're now available exclusively in Walmart stores. I haven't gone to look for them yet. So but you're wondering, are you wondering why someone capitalizes on their fame? No, not at all. I just think it. I think it's cool that it's coming out now. It's all part of the you well, know he, his, Travis Kelsey swell of popularity, and so I, of course I'll go get some now. Why? I don't know because I will because Travis Kelsey and he's dating really. Yeah, that inspires you to go run to the store to pick up something that you've. Yeah, I'll see if they're know, good. Huh. <laughs> Okay. I'll marketing. see if they're good. Then the, mar- then the marketing works. Mm-hmm. Advertising works. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of a, um, a, a debate on whether they're good or not. Some people are really excited about them. Like, you know, I'll go see a if they're good. A debate on whether they're good or not? Yeah, because yeah. the real Kansas City barbecue people are saying they're too cheap to be any good. You know, they said well, they can't be real Kansas City burn-ins. Mm. And, of course, I guess the the ones that are really into it, they're not going to try them. Probably, Everybody's referring to now they're in their Kelsey era or she's in her Kelsey era. What I want to know, is Taylor Swift really in her Chris Humphreys era? The way in which, remember when Kim yeah. Kardashian married the athlete just for the clout of it? Mm-hmm. I guess she felt that marrying a third-rate NBA player was somehow an elevation of her career. <laughs> I wonder if she's in her Travis Kelsey, I'm sorry, in her Chris Humphreys era. I don't think Taylor does anything to elevate herself. She's elevated on her own. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey's nowhere near Chris Humphrey's level of talent and the sport that he's in. Chris Humphrey's was 
Yeah, he was. You're saying that Chris Humphreys is nowhere near Travis Kelsey. You said Travis Kelsey's nowhere near Chris. Humphreys. Yeah, he's not down there like down Chris Humphreys. Okay, where right. Usually, was. when you say that, it's mean rising to the level of. Okay. So yes. Well, there you go. Above him. Please run out, Kim, and get your Casey barbecue burnt tight ends and let us know how it is. I think I will. I may bring them in for you. No, nah, we're good. <laughs> Start with a 2.1. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim show. When we come back, the new should we cancel daylight savings argument. It's not about daylight savings, though. Oh, It's about okay. something else completely. But there's a new one? There's a new argument about the same kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Should something be something? We'll be back with that after Jelly Roll. Uh, Jelly Roll, need a favor on Star Wars 2.1. We've been needing a favor for a long time. Cancel daylight saving time. But, you know, because there's, um, there's an entity involved in that, and that's called <clears throat> Congress. <laughs> that, <laughs> which is populated by people. But nonetheless, uh, the latest, should we change something, is... Should Halloween always be the last Saturday in in October? Hey, if Tennessee versus Alabama can always be the third Saturday in October, why can't Halloween be the last Saturday in October every year? That way you don't have a Tuesday night Halloween. Because it's October 31st. That's Halloween. I understand that. When do you celebrate your anniversary? November 28th. But when do you celebrate your anniversary? January so you'll be uh, standing down. You'll be standing down from this point forward. Uh, the main argument, like Kim just said, it's always been the 31st, so why change it now? Because back in 2018, the Halloween and Costume Association, who knew, launched a change.org petition. Yes, right, the Halloween and Costume Association. I said it. I said it. They put together a petition to make it happen. It racked over 150,000 signatures since then, so a lot of people are into the idea. No actual plan in the works to do it. You know, maybe it's community to community. Maybe if they if they just change the language of Halloween as the last Saturday in October, you have. I mean, think about Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night, and and by the way, this Tuesday night. By the way, when you go out, when the day's high on Tuesday, fifty five, it'll be you know in the upper forties if you're out. Yeah, like probably that. so. Right, it's gonna be cold, which means more parkas. Over, over Superman. But that could happen on the last Saturday of October as well. I know. I'm just saying for this for this month, though, for this time. Wouldn't that be better? Wouldn't that be better? Why, why does it have to be on the 31st? Why, I mean, why does it have to be on the 31st? It doesn't have to Thanksgiving be, Thanksgiving really. isn't always on a date. Thanksgiving is choos- chosen on a Thursday. That's true. Right. I mean, why can't Halloween always be on the last Saturday of the month? I mean, of, uh, of October. And or- then the next thing they'll do is they, we, as the people... We'll um, put uh, Christmas on a certain day, probably. Yeah, it's called December 25th. No, but I mean, what I'm saying is, is they'll decide that <laughs> the it's going to be... The last Sunday in, in December? Whenever. I mean, well, the date, of our, the date of December 25th is arbitrary anyway. I know it is. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I'm saying. So that would be the next thing. Yeah, and then, well, that's religion. This is Halloween. That might be a, it might be a bit of difference there. Nonetheless, yes. Although, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, the wilding would go much later into the evening if it was on that Saturday night, but... Do you want Saturday night wilding from kids in the neighborhood or Tuesday night wilding from kids in the neighborhood? Give it a, uh, just, you know, Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah, Saturday. We'll call it Shotgun Saturday. Get off my porch! (laughs) (laughs) All right, 102.1. Get got the Mark and Kim show powered by the Uten Law Firm on a warm day. 80? Mm. 80 in October. We'll call that hot today. Tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday, even warmer or hotter. 
Uh, overnight lows get cold into next week as the temperatures fall off. 68 on Monday, Tuesday, 55. Overnight lows into the 40s and then the 30s after that. That may even equal a plummet. There it is. Your word of the day. <laughs> a plummet. <laughs> we'll talk about neighbors next. Maybe that's a plummeting thing. Who knows? 7-Eleven on Starwater 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. Luke Bryan. You know Luke Bryan. Yep. Judging neighbors by their Halloween candy. Did you bring in the sample size or did you look up the Snickers sizes like I asked you to? And then you were going to give them names specifically by fun size, snack size, king size, full size, blah, 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 They're blah. They're not the full size. They're not the king size. I so, tried to find so a the size. Answer's no. No, I looked yesterday on bags and I couldn't find a name for them, but it's not the fun size. It's not the the snack size. It's a it's a different size though. Called? I don't know what it's called. It didn't have a size name on it. So he's been judging neighbors for their Halloween candy. He says you can find out a lot about your neighbors. You know, I would imagine that the neighborhood that Luke Bryan lives in might be able to afford full-size Snickers bars and Reese's peanut butter cups, the three packs, and the old, you know, the good stuff. We're not those people. We're generally not. With hundreds of kids coming through, no. My daughter and my son-in-law, kind of going back and forth. I mentioned this yesterday, that... um, he wants to do the full-size candy bars for kids. And I'm like, I was in that neighborhood last year for Halloween, and there is a plethora of kids. I mean, you'd go damn broke. Yeah. So we bought, so she bought the, you know, the candy bags, just the, the fun-size Snickers and stuff like that, which is enough. They're down to the little itty-bitty squares. Oh, I know. That's okay? not enough. But I want to know what the name of that is. That's what I was asking you for yesterday. So we asked people beyond this, just judging for your Halloween candy, what are you currently judging your neighbors about? And... The- um. Pardon me? The numbers on their mailboxes. I'm sorry? Our mailboxes in our You're judging your neighbors by the numbers on their mailboxes? Yes. Because? Because our mailboxes are all uniform, like a lot of mailboxes in neighborhoods are. I mean, they're all uniform. They all look the same. And we have numbers on our mailboxes. And some of them are kept well, the numbers. The number is what the number is. But they're supposed to be gold, brass. You know, they're uniform as well. Gold or brass? Whatever they are. But it, sometimes they fade or whatever, or sometimes people have their mailboxes painted to upkeep them, but they either just go over the numbers or they just let the numbers fade. Hmm. That takes away from the uniformity. Ah, because you need more uniformity in your life? You of all people? No, I know. Hold Look on. You want to be a uniform? You who puts up decorations well past the holiday where the HOA has to get involved and you? Once. They had to get involved once. What did I say wrong? Thank you. Once. So I judge the mailbox numbers. Christy comes with the texts here and says, I just came here to see if my neighbors were up here complaining about me. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Rachel says she judges her neighbors for nothing, but I would not be shocked if I'm the neighbor that gets judged. You know what they say at the poker table. If you sit down and in the first five minutes you can't figure out who the fish is, you're the fish. What what Mm. is the fish at the poker table? Someone who doesn't play very well. Oh. Christy, I'm judging my neighbors for believing that my backyard is part of their backyard and using it as such. When I catch it, I've taken to doing things in front of an open window overlooking the backyard that make them very uncomfortable. Christy, let me click on that profile pic. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer, lack of Halloween decorations. Boring. She's judging her neighbors for going no Halloween decorations. I can see that. 
when your whole neighborhood goes out and there's their one house every once in a while. Well, what if that one house really do doesn't anything? have children? What if they don't want people to come to their home for Halloween? Have you thought about that? You can still you, decorate. You hide behind the couch when people ring your doorbell when you don't know them. <laughs> but I decorate for Halloween. Uh, Misty, she's judging her neighbor for talking with her husband more than she does. <laughs> oh. Is that the old uh, when we learned what, ta- what talking to meant from Tyrone? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was talking to so many. I'm like, oh, I, you're on the phone. And go, well, you know, maybe more than that. I love it. Yeah, let me get into more of these coming up after her versus him, Mark versus Kim. We got those tickets to give away. Dead Man's Farm, a tra- haunted attraction or hunted attraction. And Corn Maze coming up for the feud in just minutes. Hang on. Start with a 2.1. We got it set. Her versus him. The feud is the game of the day. And it'll be Kaylee versus Cliff. Prizes, Dead Man's Farm, haunted attraction, and Corn Maze. Giving those away today and tomorrow. For her versus him, Mark versus Kim. Coming up next after Nicki Minaj. Versus him, Mark versus Kim on Star 102.1. Good morning, welcome. Our two contestants are racked and ready to go. One is named Kaylee and one is named Cliff. Today, Kaylee and Cliff are playing the feud for two tickets to Dead Man's Farm Haunted Attraction and Corn Maze. This year, Dead Man's Farm has unveiled an immersive and captivating narrative about the Bludgeon family. Tickets available at deadmansfarm.com. Morning, Kaylee. Good morning. Hello, Cliff. Good morning. Chief. Chief. <laughs> now now you've done it for all of us, Cliff. We have to call him Chief now. I, I don't want to be called Chief. I prefer Hefe. Hefe. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. All right, so, uh, yeah, fun Cliff's online. You'll here. take chif, Chief and you'll like it. I'll take the Chief and I'll like it, as she said. Because, you know, Kim. Could be worse. I could uh, call Kim Doll. Doll? Ooh. Hello, doll. Hey, doll. All right, here we go. We're going to start with the ladies. Kaylee, top five answers on the board. Give me the most popular answers by name. Name anyone related to Miley Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. Is Billy. Hold on. Darling, you only get one guess. One guess. Kaylee. Kaylee. I'm sorry. One answer, and she said Billy Ray Cyrus. Is Billy Ray Cyrus on the list? He is at number one. Kim, name anyone by name related to Miley Cyrus. Noah Cyrus. Is Noah on the list? On the list at number two. Naming one at a time, Kaylee. (laughs) Name anyone related to Miley Cyrus. Um, Three seconds. Two seconds. I know she has a brother. I can't remember. Eh, Well, you know. By name, brother, not a name. Chief is a name. Brother, not so much. We can just call him Chief. That's his nickname. Strike number one. It's not. Yeah. Kim, Cyrus. name anyone related to Miley Cyrus. Um, um, Trey, isn't that her brother's name? No. Strike number not. two. For the third strike or another one on the list, anyone related to Miley Cyrus by name? Kaylee? Tish. Tish Cyrus. Tish. Is Tish on the list? She is at number three. Kim, one strike left. Two answers left. Three seconds. Dolly Parton's her godmother. Does that count? No. All right, boys. (laughs) Guess not. Talk it out, boys. I'll I'll be honest, man. I have no idea. I've got Hannah Montana for you. That's it. There you go. Here we go. It has been discussed. Cliff, name anyone related to Miley Cyrus by name. I don't have a clue. God. God. Is God related to her by name? I'll say... Looks like, no, that's the wrong answer. Kaylee gets the point. Billy Ray at number one. Noah at number two. Tish at number three. Trace. Trace. 
Hmm. At number Trey four, and um, Fire Rose, of course, the new oh, wife. That's right, the yeah. step- her stepmother. At number five. All right, Scoremaster Steve. Right, that's one for Kaylee, zero for Cliff. All right, we'll go to Cliff now for the two points on the round for the second round here. Cliff, name a well-known downtown Knoxville street. And when I say street, I mean avenue, road, bullet, whatever the name is. But name a well-known downtown Knoxville street. Gay Street. Gay Street on the list at number one. Tyler, name a downtown Knoxville street. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> I'm Two like seconds. A brain fart right now. One second. Strike number one. Name a downtown Knoxville street, Cliff. Clinch Avenue. It's Clinch on the list. It is at number four. Tyler. Three seconds, Tyler. Are you serious, dude? Yeah, I'm drawing never... blanks. You grew up. You went to Fulton, for God's sake. I know. <laughs> Strike number two, Cliff. Name a downtown, well-known Knoxville street. Cumberland Avenue. Is Cumberland Avenue on the... No, because it's actually in Fort Sanders, not necessarily in downtown. But, you know, that's splitting hairs. But it doesn't make the list anyway. Tyler, three seconds. Do you need them? Yeah, no. Which one, yeah or no? No. You said yeah. I should have given you the three seconds. All right, girls, talk it out. (laughs) Church, Union, State, Walnut, Locust. The time for discussion is over. Kaylee, for the second and third point, name a well-known downtown Knoxville street. Um, State Street. It's State Street. <laughs> On the list. Where's State Street? State Street Garage. Yeah, where well, everybody parks. Gay Street, Jackson Avenue, Summit Hill, Clinch, and Magnolia make the top five list. It's right there in downtown. I don't consider those downtown. But Old okay. City, Knoxville. Old- oh, Cliff gets oh. the two points then. Okay. All right, scores two to one right now. Cliff, look at your map. I looked it up before I played. Okay. Yeah, it's all in downtown. And Fort Sanders is kind of downtown, but that's more campus. All right, here we go. Cliff, you get to decide if you want to play this or pass this. Round three, top four. Name a specific button you push regularly. Do you want to play that or pass that? Cliff. Pass it. Pass it. All right, here we go. Kaylee, name a specific button you push regularly. Your radio button. You push that radio button regularly. Is that on the list? Did oh. not make the top five. Kim, a specific button you push regularly. Um, doorbell. Is the doorbell on the list? Yeah. It is at number four. Kaylee? Um, a button, your window button. A button, your window button. <laughs> Strike number two. Your a button. Oh, that's, not, that's a more of a switch than a button, dear, but that's fine. Kim, for the third strike, we'll turn it over to the boys after uh, that. The, Two the, seconds. The button on your phone, the hang-up and... Home button, button. yeah. Yeah, the home button. What? <laughs> Are you working it out with Kaylee now on the phone? Well, no. Just... <laughs> I'll give you the home button. I, it was a, Any phone button would have counted at number okay. one. Phone button. Uh, answers two and three left. Kaylee? Kaylee? Um... All right, it's over. Yeah. Discuss it, boys. Uh, any button on your key fob to uh, push start on your car? Here we go. To win the whole game, Cliff, name a specific button you push regularly. I'll go with the start your car button. The start your car button. Is the start your car button on the list? No. Not everybody has the start your car button. Not everybody has the key fob button. Phone buttons at number one, elevator button at number two, crosswalk button at number three, and the doorbell button 
at number four. Hey, thank you, Cliff. We appreciate you. Kaylee, you did a wonderful job, and you've got Dead Man's Farm, Haunted Attraction, and Corn Maze. Sister, congratulations. Awesome. Thank you all so much. Start with a 2.1. We'll come back with more of what you're judging your neighbors for currently. Kim says numbers on people's mailboxes of all things. Start with a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station. So the question on Facebook was, what are you currently judging your neighbors for? Parenthetically, preposition, I know. Is it their Halloween candy? Um, I threw the comment away, but I didn't know. I threw the comment away. It was from Kristen. You, know, you can actually end a question with a preposition. The rule is omit one that doesn't change the meaning of the question. So what are you judging them for is fine. Where are you going to is not. And I say, thank you, Kristen. All right. Hmm. I have to go back and edit that post. Um, but then it got to uh, a funny comment. <laughs> Jessica kicks in on this. Just popped in to say, it must have been Mark that made this post. To which I responded, which is proper, what makes you think that? And she said, I'm not sure Kim or, she said new man. Thanks, Kim. She, I'm not sure new uh, Kim or yes man knows what a preposition is. Well, thanks a lot for that. I yeah. do know what a preposition is. What does it describe? Up, down, in, out, above, below. Sounds tawdry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, then she kicks back in. Just to clarify, a little guilt crept in, and I realized that sounded a bit harsh. Kim is our go-to for fashion and planning fabulous events. I'll take it. Marcus, who we want to tutor our kids and give us financial advice. Tyler, he's the guy you call when you need a getaway driver. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll get you there. Uh, that's great. Will you? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> uh, continuing, yeah. No doubt. Uh, continuing with the comments, um, what are you judging your neighbors for currently? Tay, standing there flooring so the whole neighborhood and the neighborhood next to ours could smell it for 48 hours was horrible and it gave us mm. all headaches. Um, what were they staining it with? Mm. Probably, st- <laughs> probably stain. It's, it's just real, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nettie, my neighbors probably complain about me tossing mothballs in my yard. Oh. What, what is that? It keeps vermin away. It does? Yeah, supposedly. But does it smell like mothballs in a yard? Well, yeah. Well, the... the Mothball smell. Keeps vermin, a- vermin neighbors and the postman away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Karen judges her neighbors for the uncut backyard. It's been two years now and all the bugs because of it. Probably not just the bugs. Talk about vermin. There you yeah. go. Uh, Chrissy, waking up with them slamming the door at 2 a.m. And we don't even live in an apartment. Ooh. And then Diane... Oh, my God, don't get me started. She is a single woman, 60-ish, has multiple men over in the evenings, last night several, and I swear it sounded as if a herd of buffalo were up there. Three nights in a row now, and I need sleep so bad. I beat on the ceiling just to make it, uh, just to make, just makes it worse. And I, uh, Clearly res- she's I responded, and her address is... Oh. 810 Star 102.1 with the Mark and Kim Show. On my feet... Oh, you're ready. I'm ready for this. You've been played, you say? My husband has played me. Watch us find out by the end of this he hasn't really played it. Oh, no, he's played me. He's played me. I, I had to look into it and consider it, and I'm like, oh, no. At first, I wasn't sure. About what? He's About him playing me. Well, what did he do? Okay, my husband is a mess, and I've told you this. No doubt about that. But he got messier in his work area at home. I mean, much messier. And I was like, why is this so much of a mess? And I but thought. But you said the operative words. His work area. Yes. Okay. So I don't bother his work area. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Because he. This is where you begin to play yourself. By no, the no, way. no, no, no. 
No, 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 no. Because he he works from home now all the time. As I've said, he it's been years. He right? left the office for COVID and never went back. And he's changed jobs and he's about to change again. So his work area is his work area because I don't even know what he does, remember. Wow. So I'm afraid that if I touch something, it would be something important. So he always has piles, but they're neat piles, somewhat. Do you mean hemorrhoids? No, oh, okay. no. So I, I, but it got messier and messier. And I'm like, honey, how are you working in this? And he goes, None what do you mean? And I said, well, it just seems like you've got more of a mess. And he goes, well, I've been busy and I've just, I've got a lot going on. So I just haven't had a chance to clean it up. Okay. And I go, okay. Remember, remember the tax time. He also has got piles of stuff everywhere that drives Oh, and they're all over the office, not just the desk. Wow. But this was not a I tax hit the trigger, time. didn't I? Oh, you did. Oh, you did. I mean, in the chair and everywhere. So the other day, I mean, this was his side of the desk. We share a desk. It's like a, okay. he has a, a computer side. That's not bad. Oh, it is. No, it's not. More than it normally is. What Tyler? do you mean that's not bad? That's not that messy. What do you mean that's not that messy? I see a drink cup. I see a notepad, like a spiral notebook. Is that what a st- spiral notebook? Yeah. It could be worse. I'm seeing, oh, 10 times worse. This is nothing. So, it, but it's all spread out. Are you going to put this, this picture is, on Facebook so people can see this? Yes. This is yeah. what, and this, so this put, is, make sure you put labeled. This is what Kim considers a mess on her husband's desk. And this was supposedly after the end of the day, and he had straightened up, I guess. Okay. But it's so that was what it was doing. So Not I just bad. started so I just started closing the office door because I just can't see it. I just because I'm not going to mess with it. I just close the door. Why can't you see it? It just, just a, it a makes busy, me a nervous a, wreck. For what reason? I, because I just can't stand the mess. But what, what's what's making you nervous about it? The mess. I, I understand. Just, it messes what is with it me. triggering inside you? I, the me- I don't know. I just can't I, because I can't go over and straighten it and put it away. That's right. You can't. It just no. I don't. Not so I don't. You no, gave him that exactly. area. You said, "Here, dear, you can have this but corner see, of the, the room." The problem is, is see down the middle of the desk. The other side of that desk is mine, Man. and mine is Let's clear. Say the word mine. Let's how she says that because it is <laughs> because very similar to the word fine. Doesn't it? My fine. Com- fine. Because my mine. Com- my computer's <laughs> over here. His computer. You can see right. the keyboard there, right. and then we have this middle desk area. Okay. That side's his. My that side's mine. It right. goes down the middle. Well. I go in there to work at night, and I'm like having to, you know, having to what? Rock, put my stuff over here, but work around his. Work and around it. It's not in your area. It's infringing on mine. Ah. Do you see that hole there, or that that please little circle? The, please. So give anyway, this, put this as as Kim's psychological profile number seven three oh, seven three eight me. four two. So I'd shut the door, and then I'd come home sometimes, and the door would be open. And I'd shut it again because I just can't stand the mess. And then when I go in there so to work. So passive aggressive. Well, he, I told him. I said, Absolutely passive aggressive. Okay, whatever it is, that's how I do it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, whatever, whatever it is, call it whatever it is. That's fine. I'll own up to it. That's how I dealt with okay. it because I couldn't move the papers. Right. So at night when I'd go do my stuff, it mm-hmm. was driving me crazy. I felt like the papers were crawling over on me. But then yesterday I go home and I'll tell you what happened. <sighs> All right, it's eight fourteen now on the Mark and Kim Show on Starwater Two Point One. Eight twenty six, Starwater Two Point One with the Mark and Kim Show. Eighty today, eighty tomorrow, eighty, 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 and then fifty five. The question is, why did my husband play me? <laughs> well, <laughs> why does anybody play you? Because it's just so much fun. We'll be back with that next after G Idol. G-Idle on Starwater 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. More tickets to Dead Man's Farm, Haunted Attraction, and Corn Maze tomorrow. 720 for her versus him, Mark versus Kim. The list is the game of the day. So I get home yesterday, and the mess that I had on the desk was totally gone. 
Totally gone. My well, husband had cleaned his desk of now, all the mess. This is to go back to what we were talking about 15 minutes ago, was that your husband and you share a desk. Yes. And you hate that he infringes upon your side of the desk. And he's got stacks and stacks of stuff, which isn't really that terrible. I mean, you can It was say, awful. Well, to you. And that's your perspective, and that's appreciated. And so now he's cleaned everything off the desk. Everything. Because I you, mean, because better than normal. Which means you must have given him hell. No, I didn't. Hmm. I did not. You come here to give him hell, though. But what happened <laughs> is he had been making the desk worse on purpose. Yeah, you couldn't feel that going in? Because my closet was a mess. And he wasn't saying anything to me about the closet other than... So he's passive-aggressive, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. What, because a, what his, a couple. Every once in a while, he'd say, your closet's worse than it normally is. So then he does say something. You said he didn't say One anything. time. Well, then that's One it. One time. And I said, yeah, I've got to get in there and do something. So he gave you an I'll show you. And I'll so, show you and mess up your desk. So he just hadn't... Just, it just, he wasn't cleaning it up. And it got worse and worse. And he knew that would drive me crazy. Wow, what a marriage. And so, we, don't, we don't argue, she says. We don't toxic. We don't argue, but that is just pure ugly. So I'd close his office door? Did he close your closet door? No. <laughs> we don't always close the closet door because it goes why. into the bathroom. <laughs> because it's your area, not his. No, we just don't. We've never closed the, the closet door. But he just kept getting... So when I cleaned over the weekend, I cleaned out the, the closet. Mm-hmm. And I had stuff out, and it's, right. it's, it's, it's all beautiful and, and so clean. And so now, without saying a word, he just went in there and cleaned up the so desk. So you were a tit-for-tat couple. And so yesterday, <laughs> I went home, and I said, wow, wow, the desk looks great. And he goes, yeah, I thought I'd clean it up. Oh, did he? See, I, I I said, if I was him, I would have said, and you said the words, oh, your desk looks great. And you said, oh, well, the closet looks great. And I said, <laughs> So obviously, you did something. I had to, I had to do something, too. And I said, wow. is this because of the closet? And he goes, maybe. <laughs> I think the see there's some hidden aggression there. Isn't there? I don't think so. <laughs> the same man who who acts like a werewolf behind the wheel. <laughs> he is a damn werewolf behind the wheel of a car. And I told you yesterday we should do a psychological profile on why he's that way behind the wheel of the car when he's just such a mild mannered man. Mm-hmm. But see, acts like this once again purport that he's not necessarily mild mannered. That's not a mild mannered man. That is a man who's behind the cage doors he's behind the cage he's yeah. got his hands on the bars and he's trying to get out no <laughs> absolutely he's and a if, sweetheart it, that doesn't mean he's not wilding out it's what he's doing he's i'll show you he gave you and i'll show you and he does the same thing behind the wheel i'll show you he does i'm telling you right now you need to we some amateur psychologist needs to do a, a psychological profile on this man based on his life with you, because I know I had to go on so for psychoanalysis after the first 17 years or so. <laughs> Not because of me. No, absolutely. Charlotte <laughs> 2.1, <laughs> Mark and Kim show. So I guess that uh, hot coffee lawsuits aren't a thing of the past, as Dunkin' Donuts is paying $3 million, $3 million to settle a lawsuit involving hot coffee in a lap. Now, I thought all of them sort of all of them being the fast food restaurants or whatever kind of adjusted their temperature so it wasn't scalding hot anymore. And what did I tell you the last time we talked about that? That I cannot get a coffee at McDonald's without without it. Literally, if I was to take the lid off, I would think that I was going to see bubbles. Yeah. Like like, because it is is hot as any coffee. And you would have thought that they learned their lesson, but maybe they didn't. Because if you remember, this was back in 1992. The famous McDonald's hot coffee lawsuit 
She was awarded $3 million in 1992 money. Yeah. Whoa, but hang on. They settled for much less. She only got 480000 after an appeal. Now, 480000 is a lot of money. Don't yeah, get me it wrong, is. But it certainly ain't $3 million. No. And so, why? why I, so, yeah, this woman sued Dunkin' Donuts, and the settlement is $3 million. The settlement, which means they must have thought they were going to be on the hook for a whole lot more. If they if they settled for three million, which means that's the money she gets three million dollars. Now they put don't they put labels on it because I don't drink hot coffee or hot drinks at all really from drive throughs So don't they have a label on them that says caution or whatever that they thought mm-hmm. would take care? And how many of times this? have we said as radio station that has to people sign waivers for certain things? Yeah. Uh, waivers don't cover you at all. Exactly. When in fact they want to sue for something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, you think a warning label of, hey, caution, contents may be hot, like they did with the inside of the apple pie for years and oh, years, yeah. is going to somehow void any kind of complicity they have in being, supposedly it was a faulty lid, a faulty lid that came off after she was handed the cup, then spilled in her lap, third degree burns to her thighs, mm. groin and abdomen. She was also, uh, she required extensive skin grafts. And uh, spent several weeks in the burn unit. Oh my goodness! Two hundred thousand in medical bills. Wow! Um, All from coffee. Morgan yeah. and Morgan attorney said America may run on Duncan, but our client had to relearn how to walk after severe burns. Well oh played, sir. Goodness. Well yeah. played. Well played. Um, so yeah, still coffee lawsuits out there. Do you? I mean, I'm a hot coffee drinker. I drink hot coffee every damn day of my life. I don't care that it has to be boiling hot. I want it drinkable. Yeah. Well, you know, if it stays, if it starts boiling hot, you'll still be, it'll still be hot by the end of the cup. I don't care. I drink iced coffee too. (laughs) I can run the gamut on coffee temperature. It does not have to be scalded. Right. And if in fact you cannot handle the fact that your coffee may be cold by the bottom of the cup, Mm -hmm. then get a tiny one. Get get a small one, and then go back and get another small one if you must. Or buy a damn thermos and put it into the thermos. All right? Yeah. Pour them into the thermos and then you drink all the hot coffee you want. But at Starbucks is ridiculously hot, too. Is it? Ridiculously hot, too. So I'll be splashing on my, uh, that on my lap later this afternoon, <laughs> by the way, if you're wondering where I am. So Doja Cat's latest on Starwater 2.1. She's got a lot of fans. I bet you she probably even has uh, like groupies, like would uh, follow her around from maybe city to city. If in fact she's on tour, maybe backstage after a show, groupies. Probably so. Okay. My baker. I call her my baker. You have a baker? Well, I have a bakery now <laughs> that I've recently found that I go to often okay. because they make a certain Southern delicacy. Not going to say where. Will you say what it is? I won't say what it is. Oh, Maybe okay. tomorrow I will, because okay. I'm going to find out, all right, you have a job. Do you have groupies? Because my baker has a groupie, or has, <laughs> has several groupies, because she says when she opens the door at 6 a.m., there are people in line for one thing and one thing only. They come get it, and they clear it out, and then if you don't reserve it first, you're not going to get it. That's how good this oh, thing wow. is. Oh, wow. All right? So she's got groupies. So you're afraid to share it because you're afraid this That's thing will get point. gone? Your, your mother <laughs> taught me well when she said, I don't That's tell right. anybody who I like works for me, plumbers, handymen, whoever. You're not getting a recommendation from me, says your mom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fine. I'll live that life. I won't recommend anything except restaurants and a magazine, of course. But um, just so if you, what, you know, what do you do and do you have groupies? Kim's got her groupies, of course. You can see them in all the texts we get here at the radio station and the flock of misfits that show up anywhere she ends up. So there you have it. And my morning gaze. Yes, that's your groupie group. 
They call themselves that, not me. I mean, I could do once they call themselves that. Say you. <laughs> I love them. There's a political correctness that she seems to avoid from time to time, and that probably is one of them. That's fine, though. We'll talk about groupies, and if you've got them tomorrow morning, it'll be a Facebook post come up later this afternoon right here on Star 102.1. All you people want is more, 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 more. Gimme, gimme. More. <laughs> hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Good night. It is the Mark and Kim Show podcast live from Knoxville, Tennessee. No matter where in the world you're hearing us, everybody, just understand we're in Knoxville on a morning radio program on Star 102. Point one, everybody. Uh, I can listen live through the Starwater 2.1 app. You can download the podcast anyway. However you get this, you might get it other ways, too. Like when Google Music, or excuse me, Google Podcasts goes away, you'll be uh, having to find it somewhere else, and that'll be YouTube Music. We're also on Spotify. We are on Apple Music. We are on any place else that picks up the RSS feeds from those places, I think I found us on something called Podbean and a few other podcast apps. But probably best to have the Star 102.1 app. That way you can listen live, everybody. Even if you're calling from France, we have a French listener. No, I'm sorry. We have a listener in France. Not a French listener, <laughs> but a listener in France on, uh, on the regular who tries to call in to play contests just to play, not even to win the prize. How about that? That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard for them to pick it up. Well, you know, we have the Learjets. We have, you know... Gulf streams. We have things that can get here quick. Maybe she's one of those people. You know, you never know. One of those people. Yes. So uh, you said you had something you'd like to start with today. Yeah. I. It's you know if everybody writing all their um, memoirs. How do you say that word, by the way? Certainly not the way you just did. Memoir. <laughs> how do you say it? <laughs> the problem with the word memoir is that's how it's said. Yeah. Mem. You don't say memoir. You say memoir. I guess around here you might say memoir. A lot of people do. Well, memoir. it's memoir. Yeah, but if you're saying memoir, you're doing it in the French way. But <laughs> memoir is the word. It's actually the English way to say memoir is memoir. Or you can put the Ashley Adams on it and go, memoir. Like you do. <laughs> never mind. You shan't speak ill of the dead. She's, She's not dead. dead. Never mind. Uh, <clears throat> that was, never mind. Bad joke. <laughs> Too soon. So anyway, um, John Stamos has thrown his book into the, the fray here. And I feel like his is kind of getting tossed aside, and with good reason. I Let's mean, ask the youngin' if he knows who John Stamos is. Yeah, Full House. All right. And he, was, yeah. he, was like, he was like, all these women were crazy about him back in the day. And well, he's, the women are crazy about him yeah, today. He's very yeah, I was going to say. But Looks the same. I'm sorry, he's, but he's one of those through-the-years people that you look at. General Hospital when he was Blackie, when he was on Full House, when he was Uncle now, Jesse, when mm-hmm. he was you know Rebecca Romaine Stamos's Disney World companion, and now today he's just the same human being. He's aged very well, like Rob Lowe has aged <laughs> yeah. very well. Rebecca so, Romaine's uh, Disney companion—that's what you said. They were married. <laughs> yeah, but she needed an escort. She couldn't go by herself, so she married a man, and then made him made him his. Uh, so he was a bit of a cuckold, as they call it. A what? A cuckold. So he he's, got cheated on. No. Cuckold is like when you just have a very submissive man. He's a cuck, as they call it. That's not what that, you call Prince Harry with um, what I call your Meghan husband. Markle. My husband is not a cuckold. He's cuckolded. He is not. In a non-sexual way. You've got him under your thumb. I do not. You do. I do not. Oh, you do. I do not. But anyway. You're passive-aggressive as hell, as y'all heard earlier in the, in the morning show. Woo, doggy. <laughs> yeah. Woo, doggy. But back to John Stamos. But, he's got a memoir. Yeah, and he's talking about, I mean, his is, 
I don't know if I believe some of the stuff he's saying or not because he's talked about you know how he came up on his own little tiny dancer with Tony Danza and the way he's you explaining explain that whole thing or yeah well the way he's talking about how that came out that was not really what I was going to talk about in this but the way he explained how he found his girlfriend at the time cheated on him with Tony Danza was that he showed up at the house and there were, you know, the car with boxing gloves and he was like, what's going on? And he couldn't find them in the house or anybody in the house. And then he was going to leave. And then he realized, oh, yeah, we used to sleep in the back house behind the pool or something. And I'm like, wait a minute, you just suddenly realized, oh, yeah, like I remembered that. Then he goes back and the door's open and he sees two pair of feet and then he realizes it's Tony Danza. And no, 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 you're missing a key element there what is it that he was he left in a huff and then when he turned on the radio in the car oh he heard right. elton john singing tiny dancer <laughs> and then after seeing in the car that was sitting in front of the house the terry copley poster which is the girlfriend that he was sleeping with hmm. um the boxing gloves a gym bag that he because everything everybody always has misheard tiny dancer Mm -hmm. As hold me closer, Tony Danza. Yeah, yeah. Tony Danza. For those who may not know, is a not relevant actor at this point anymore. He was in uh, Who's the Boss back in the mm -hmm. day. He was on Taxi, mm -hmm. one of the original TV shows that he was on. Uh, more famous for being Tony Danza now than actually doing anything. Has he retired <laughs> now, or is he? Is I mean, it? is he doing anything? Look up Tony Danza. He's probably at least 70, 73, 74 years old. Tony Danza. And so he put that whole thing together because he finally, wait a minute, hold me closer, Tiny Dancer, hold me, hold me closer, Tony Danza, the most misheard lyric, if that's just not being funny. He didn't. That's not how yeah, he figured. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's not how he figured out that his girlfriend was sleeping with Tony Danza from the Tiny Dancers. It's a funny story. Yeah. It's a well-told story if it's part of his memoir. It's funny, but it's just not true. Yeah. It did not happen that way. So that story kind of threw me for like, I'm not even going to read this, you know, if I was going to read it to begin with. Were you going to read John Stamos's memoir? No, that's what I'm saying. If I were <laughs> going to read, read the it, Britney Spears memoir? If I were going to read it to begin with, I wouldn't read it because of that story. One of my friends asked me if I, had, if I was going to get the Britney Spears one, and it's actually thin and i think we've already heard everything that's in it now because it's been little you know snippets released for the last month i think it's one of those situations where you see the trailer uh -huh. and the trailer is great and the movie sucks because everything that was good in the movie was it's in the trailer released. so the trailer of britney spears book is everything we've heard including yeah. now that justin is supposedly denying it all how old is tony danza 72 72 fud loved years old doesn't do much anymore i would assume that he's probably retired on that who's the boss money at this point in time i would so. too i mean he's not announced his retirement but but, you know, well, when you don't really work anymore, anything. yeah. I mean, it's not like he can't work. It's not like if somebody doesn't cast him. See, when's the last thing that Tony Danza was in? For those who may remember a Tony Danza in their lives, well, I know he was in uh, Don John. I saw that. In what? Don, Don, Don John? John. Don John. What's yeah. that? Uh, it was a it was a popular movie. No, yeah. nope. Yeah, I had a um, Don John. I can promise you, was not a popular. I've movie. never heard it of was, it. Uh, I don't think. Joseph Gordon Levitt was in it. As well as um, Joseph Gordon. When was the last time that Joseph Gordon Levitt was in anything? <laughs> that I don't know. Don John. <laughs> Don John. Are you sure that's the name of this movie? Yeah, Don John. Because you also brought up another movie recently that you 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 rolled off. Oh, Yes Man with uh, Jim Carrey, <laughs> and made it sound like that's like a big film. Well, he like yeah. was reciting no. words from it. Uh, I mean, he had, yeah, like, I love that movie. It's kind of funny that the reason why we were talking about it because we've now anointed him. 
well, in my world, yes man, Tyler yes, man. Gann. Kim's world, new man, Tyler Gann, which is, you know. Or whatever I decide to call him that day. Yeah, exactly. But anyway. a few words we can call him right now if you want to. But uh, when's the last time? Last thing Tony Danza was in was what now? What? Uh, Last thing I'm seeing is Don John. Don John? about it, yeah. Look at, look, what's the Rotten Tomatoes on Don John? And by the way, when you say Don John to me, who grew up in the Washington, D.C. area, and anybody that grew up in the Washington, D.C. area knows that the number one manufacturer, or I should say company that distributed and serviced porta-potties was a company called Don's Johns, owned by a guy named Don. You know, a John is a nickname for a toilet. Don's Johns. And the funniest thing... You knew it was Tony Danza. The funniest thing was a story back in the day, probably well before the internet, so you can't search it, that a prostitute had taken one of her Johns into a Don's John where they were arrested, because you know a prostitute, the man is called a John, and his name... Was Don. That <laughs> so is a tell true... that story with only names. I just did. No, the woman took her John to a, into Don's, a Don's John, John. where they were arrested, and his name ended up being Don. <laughs> Don the John was arrested in Don's Johns <laughs> by a woman who hired, or a man who hired, never mind. What? Was he wearing long Johns? Well, oh, gosh. <laughs> there you go, Kim Hansen, everybody, making dick jokes. <laughs> but, uh, but Don John well, actually Johns, got a. Uh... You know, like long Johns. That's what you were referring yeah. to. That's what I was referring okay. to. I actually <laughs> oh, no, kind of uh, believe it now. Yeah. Don John actually got 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I did find out that... Box he, office returns. That I have no idea. He's going to keep going until that movie Rotten fails. Tom- if you're at Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> it'll tell you what the box office was for Don John. Uh, Not Don Quixote. No. Not Don Juan. No. But Don John. Don John, yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, boy. Tony Danza, he's had little episodes here and there on different TV shows, Tacoma mm-hmm. FD, and just like that, mm-hmm. Darby and the Dead, Blue Bloods. Darby and the Dead. Yeah. And then what was the first one before that one, you said? Uh, and just like that, that was the TV series. He was in two episodes. Gee, because that's probably all it ran. Blue Bloods, one episode. Well, he's just a character actor now. Yeah. Nonetheless, back to the memoir that Darby you said. Darby and the Dead, is that like a some kind of... I don't know. Like a, looks like a weird kid movie, honestly. Oh, okay. being the Dead. Maybe it's a take on Weekend at Bernie's. Part <laughs> <No. laughs> a dead body around. Still liked him when he's dead. But the fa- thing I found interesting about John Stamos's book is that he is actually talking about what cosmetic procedures he's had, and everybody's always interviewing female actresses and talking about well what work have you had and you know they're always so um you know i've not had anything done or i've had a few things done or they'll admit to one procedure but not you know the other 20 they've had or whatever and nobody really goes in on the men about what they've had and there's been like tom cruise simon cowell zach efron um probably some of the more recent ones that people know have had stuff because you know Mm -hmm. tom had that puffy face for the longest time um remember he was seen at uh, some ball face? games. Oh no! I'd... Yeah, if you look at pictures of him, you'll see him at some ball games with his son Connor, and uh, so people are assuming he had some kind of facelift or something. Okay. Before the last um, Mission Impossible movie, was did you see where shot. Courtney Cox says now that she wishes she had never done anything to her face? Yeah, because she had all those fillers, which oh. now they're finding that the fillers not only do they make you look totally different, but they actually can make Hold you on. look older. Hold on, they're now just finding that out. Well, we been, I, no, they we, know. Everybody but, has said that for years. Yes, which I think. Is an, 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 you know you do so you do fillers no I don't I don't do fillers I do Botox oh that's different okay 
Yeah, the fillers. I and the fillers. speaking of Courtney Cox, did you see where Jennifer Aniston is now taking a lot of shit because she looks different in this season of The Morning Show on Apple TV, which just raised its rate to $9 a month as opposed to $6 a month. Um, yeah. $3 um, jump, that's pretty big. That's 33%, Kim. Yeah, that's... Um, it looks like Jennifer Aniston has done more to her, at one point, absolutely gorgeous face mm-hmm. to have then continued on with plastic surgery to... And her lip is like really sticking out, and that it's that you know what it is. It's that area between the nose and the top of the lip, where you flatten that out, or you do something with it, and it and it and it creates such a weird look that it almost it, like it extends the distance between your nose and your upper lip. And I think a lot of you, including you, try to overcome that by putting lipstick outside the line of your lip. You do that. You do that. You go above the line of your lip. And Susan Lucci used to do that back in the day. She had very thin lips when she was on, on All My because Children. Because as you get older, your lips get But thinner. even when she wasn't older, her lipstick always looked like it was put on by a 10-year-old. Hmm. It looked like, you know. I saw a girl yesterday at Cracker Barrel. She looked exactly like, that was awful. You were at Cracker Barrel on a Wednesday? Yeah. I was eating with my grandfather. Okay. What's wrong yeah. with being at the Cracker Barrel on a Wednesday? I feel some kind of way about Cracker Barrel on a, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. And I saw a Cracker Barrel hoodie with the logo on it, and I thought of you. Yeah, think you should have got it for him. I'd pay you back. <laughs> You'd just be wasting, <laughs> be wasting money. But back to Stamos and the boys getting fillers and plastic surgery and stuff like that. I don't think that's any, that's no new thing, is it? Well, the new thing is that he's actually owning up to it. I mean, he says, "Yeah, I had one uh, cosmetic procedure, actually two, but it was the same one." He says that he got a nose job, and mm-hmm. he says then he got. Another nose job. Yeah, but the, see, the thing is, if you can if you can get that stuff done and still look as good as he does. Oh, I know. And I know you were going to say this that men age better than women. They do. It's in unfortunate, general. but sometimes. So, look, look, some men age better than women, but I'll also they say that some women age much better than men. So I don't. I don't it, it depends I think it, on who you are and how you well, look. It to all begin depends with. upon I mean, everything. You know. Yeah. But, there's a lot of things. But I love the way he didn't. You know, he's not trying to hedge it. He's not trying to say. Oh, no, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. You know, I, I, and, I and I'm a, a fan of if you've had something, just say it. You know, it's like everybody knows, I mean, or yeah. if if they're guessing you did, you probably did. Just say it because there's so like Renee Zellweger. Um, you know, she's clearly had something done. Just say, you, yes, you, I had you, you something to, done. You need to bring up Meg Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Oh, I know. She was at. Um, Who's, it was somebody's retirement party or somebody's Does it matter? wedding or something. Doesn't matter. But anyway, she was at something and she, bless her heart, she doesn't even look like she looked anymore. I mean, at all. Well, because you're, you're coming from a culture where um, you're told you have to be young. I mean, that's, look, if we're not going to get deep into this Hollywood no. bullshit because it's just, it's, it's never been different. It's the most insidious of, of industries. You have rapes happening. You have people having to sleep their way to the top I or know. the bottom, for that matter. So, you know, I, I give. I, look, I have separated the art from the artists. Um, I can watch the movies. I can listen to the music. But I just, can't, I just can't involve myself in the people making it because it's just a disgusting industry, as pretty much the music industry is, too. The music industry has always been disgusting for what it's done to young people and the contracts they force them to sign to be any kind of famous whatsoever. I mean, it takes you back as far as Motown and all the ways in which they got screwed over, uh, those artists. And then continuing right through artists like TLC and Tony Braxton and Mercedes and all these women that have gone completely bankrupt from yeah. having to pay back the music industry for all the production costs before they make a dollar for themselves. More artists that actually made the radio 
have no money versus have money yeah. that have had hit songs in the 80s and 90s, even now, even the 2000s. Michelle Branch is having major financial concerns because she had a hit, she had a restrictive record contract, and is in terrible, or at least was a while back, in terrible financial straits because of it. So, you know, I'm, this these industries make me sick to my stomach. But if they need to look good to be in them, then they're going to do what they have to do and... And then I guess people can just sit around and talk about it, like they do but, with Jennifer Aniston and they do with Courtney Cox. At least I, she's saying, "Yeah, I did it. I did it, and I, yeah. I regret it." I but, wonder if Meg, I wonder if Meg Ryan thinks if she's regretting it at all. I she, don't know. She's got to know that she looks so much different. Yeah. Well, everybody's certainly talking about it, which is none of our business. But <laughs> I loved that John came right out and said, "Yeah, I I had a nose job back in '82 when I was on General Hospital." And Wacky. Yeah. Lackey got a nose job? That far back. And he said, everyone who gets a nose job tries to find some excuse other than vanity. And he goes, but let me tell you, it's all about vanity in this business. And I loved that he was just straight up open about it. I didn't like my nose, so yes, I got a nose job. And he said, but one of his co-stars on the soap noticed that he had had it done and just mentioned the change. Not that it was bad, not that it was good. Just, hey, I noticed you got something done. And he goes, yeah, I did. But he goes, I also noticed at that point that I didn't like the results as much as I thought I would. So he went back and got another nose job to have it fixed. But here's the thing. He went to Michael Jackson's surgeon oh, that time. God. And I'm like, okay, now of in, all the I surgeons know. to go to. I know. Of all the surgeons because for a nose job. the rumors job, about Michael Jackson were that were like pieces of his nose like exactly had died is that the surgeon you want to go to but michael had had too many and well yeah Yeah. the surgeons that did the work they continued to do the work oddly the only thing that remains that looks halfway decent in the casket is probably his nose Mm. if you think about it it's the newest part of him it was uh it looked zombie like for uh for a long period of time and there was weird like i guess he would wear tape over it sometimes to cover up certain things that was just weird Mm. altogether but john said who better to you know do my nose than who had reconstructed a whole new face for michael jackson so anyway but and if, that's, I, I just, and if that's if that's the look <laughs> on a human being that you say is what i want to strive for not necessarily look like michael jackson but you think that the person that worked on michael jackson did quote good work i don't know no not at all no, no. i wouldn't either but anyway right. i just like that he was real upfront about it and like we should all do that question you know? uh does your son have awards like trophies medals and stuff like that yeah okay um at some point I'm going to ask a question that I know is never going to happen. But when he moves out, because I know he's never going to move out, um, eventually, if he doesn't take that box of trophies with him, Mm -hmm. after you, I'm I'm sure, turn his bedroom into a closet, um, are you eventually going to throw the trophies and awards away? I will pack them up and say, here you go. Or and he can do what he wants to with them. But if he leaves them at the house, but I will take them to him. I'm sure he'll leave them at the house because nobody ever takes their trophies. So and effectively, aren't them. you then? Don't you? Aren't you then throwing them away? No, you, I'm giving them to him, and if he throws them away, that's up to him. Uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt. Yes, is uh, going on about her trophies, and I just saw her and her mom. I guess Maria Shriver had kept all of her stuff from her childhood years. She says, how very thoughtful to see my, uh, this is from Chris Pratt, to see my darling wife beaming with sentiment as she opens these crates of meticulously organized keepsakes. Remembering her cherished youth makes me grateful for the efforts her folks put into archiving. I cannot say how proud I am of wife, blah, blah, blah. And the comments under this were, once the kids are gone, they don't bring that box with them, out it goes into the trash. And I'm thinking of all the keepsakes that you would keep from a child and mm-hmm. a child's life. 
Yep. I think there's a there's a list of three to five. Number one is photographs, obviously. Oh, yeah. Number two is any artwork they've created. Like if they've drawn pictures or yep. if they've got their name. Like we have notebooks that we've kept of our daughters that give examples of their handwriting at yeah. like five and Different ten. stages. Right. So I've kept those. Which is hard to tell with right. my son because his handwriting today looks like first grade handwriting. What is that? I, I, his handwriting is atrocious. That's not what I asked. I said, what is that? Is that some sort of eyesight issue? Is that some sort of cognitive issue? They don't have to write much. So it's just, oh, I mean, so truly. never learning just, how to write. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, then after the handwriting samples, the pictures, in that three, four, five range on that list is trophies, awards, and other stuff like that. My grandson just played t-ball for the first time mm-hmm. and got a championship ring. Yeah, that's the thing yeah. now. A championship ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. they get rings. It's awesome. And he, it came on a chain because obviously it's too big to wear on a four-year-old finger. Yeah. And he adores it. He's just like, he just loved it. It just meant so much to him. It means so much to him. Yeah. He's got it in his bedroom. It's sitting up. And I, I just think back to where all are my, where are all of my trophies? I don't have them. I'm certain that with almost, you know, all the things that I left behind got thrown out, including football and baseball cards. I'm sure that my trophies somewhere along the way either got put in a box and forgotten about, or I didn't get them or whatever. I don't remember specifically. I'm just going to say this. Keep the kids' trophies. At, and, and at your death, when someone is going through the stuff that's theirs or yours, and they and that, and there you go, you have a box. And it's, how hard is it to keep a damn big old black and yellow box you get from the Costco and marked up with kids' mementos or trophies or whatever? Mm-hmm. It's, and then after the death of the parent that gave birth to those children, whose children then, of course— you know, did the the athletics or the Pinewood Derby and got you know third place and most original. Even though my dad built the car, um, <laughs> you know, good trophy for him. Maybe but that. the trophy's yours. So funny if I go to his house, I'm sure those two trophies are probably sitting on his mantle. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's, that's something he earned when he was you know 40. Um, so I'm just thinking, you hold on to the trophies and the awards. Mom still mm-hmm. has ours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. And then when she, if. If she ever dies, sorry, I don't Thank want to say you. what. If she ever dies, which of course we know is never going to happen, no. uh, then you can make the decision. Do you want to bring that on into your home to either save or display? I mean, displaying like having a shrine to your kids. I think after a certain age, probably wrong. I would think you know. There's places like like people that keep their kids' rooms inviolate from the time that they've left to the yeah you know like you come home to stay and you're staying in your old room mm-hmm. you know makes me think about like everybody loves Raymond or something you know where the the bedroom stayed the same I didn't know about I don't know I didn't watch that show very often so I don't know what you're talking about but so I just just like Catherine Schwarzenegger's mom kept all of her trophies and she sits here she's sitting in front of him looks like uh, some swimming and some diving stuff and. But trophies are so, and and I think it's a bygone era. Do we do kids get trophies anymore? Because my like I said, my grandson didn't get one. They he got get a little medals. Cha- they get rings for championships. So he got a medal for soccer, yeah. and he got a ring for base for for t ball. Mm-hmm. So they don't do trophies much anymore. Do Not they? so much plaques or anything. It's rings and medals. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So no trophies. So it is definitely it's a relic. It's a relic. I guess it is. It's a relic. I know. Just throwing, throwing like. My wife's a little less sentimental about this stuff than I am, and, and the kids have left in our garage things that they haven't taken with them. And she's ready. She's like, spring comes. This sh- shit is going. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we'll go through it first and pick it. She goes, if it's been here this long, 
We're obviously not using it. We're not looking at it. We're not saving it for something. I said, you don't know what we're saving it for until you look at it again. So I'm going to be the one. You know what's interesting is because you do think, I mean, it's real easy to think, well, it's been in these boxes. They didn't take it with them. Why do we want it? But then you see something like that where Catherine Schwarzenegger is looking at her stuff that, you know, suddenly she has as an adult and you think, this is why we keep it. Because when years later you bestow it upon your adult child who has children and they love it so much. I just think we need more sentimentality in our lives. I know, me, Mr. Sentimental. Well, you are. When it comes to your kids and stuff like that and and your childhood and stuff, I mean, you do. But also, if you think about it, it's easier than ever to keep these things because medals and rings are much easier to store than those huge, sometimes, trophies that we used to get. Yeah, I I need to buy myself a bowling alley so I can have a place where I can put my trophies. Every bowling alley. Every bowling alley above the shoes. That's right. Has all the trophies. I need a 17-foot high high ceiling (laughs) so people can bowl and leave my trophies there. So, yes, be sentimental about your children. Um, And and if my daughter and her husband don't want to keep the stuff from my grandchild on display or whatever, give it to Poppy. You'll take that on, too. Yeah, because I love my grandchildren much more than I loved any of my children. (laughs) They say that happens. Let me tell you, there's something to it. <laughs> I love my children desperately, but I can tell you right now, it's a daggum love affair oh. between me and my best friend. So, mm. and I got a new best friend too, and she's amazing. She is the prettiest little thing you ever did see. The other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You think she's the other one? No. You think I'm treating her as the other one? No. She doesn't talk. I know. She's not one of the silly. I know. I'm just kidding. She's not you one of the love silly her brothers. More than anything, too. It's just funny because the yeah. other one's been. I mean, you know, the four-year-old best or almost four-year-old best friend has been around. Longer. You know, fraternities have little sisters sometimes. Mm-hmm. She'll be a little sister to the Silly Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Which, by the way, is the Naughty Brothers, too. We got in trouble yesterday. But the Naughty Brothers. No. We won't discuss that. <laughs> Somebody caught Poppy and. Uh, What'd you do? And his grandson watching Paw Patrol in bed. We've been told not to do that. So, why? I'm not allowed to go upstairs to retrieve him from his bedroom after a nap with my phone in my hand. So, luckily, (laughs) as you see here. So, no comfy pants, no Paw Patrol after a nap. As you see, though. I have two phones that I'm using actively. <laughs> so one of them you lay on the counter so it can be seen, and the other one you I go, sneak upstairs? I, do, I take this one, uh-huh. the, the regular, just a normal phone. <laughs> I lay it on the counter. I say, okay, I guess we won't be watching Paw Patrol today. <laughs> Not knowing that I got the foldable larger screen phablet that, uh, you know. She's going to be on to you. And I take the monitor and I turn it off before I go upstairs because, you know, she's got a monitor between the baby and him. They nap at the same time. And so oh. it clicks back and forth. I said, can you just switch that over to just Corinne? I don't want to hear, you know, we're just being silly up there. Yeah. She walked in because she figured it out. And there I was. There he was enjoying uh, Cat Pack and those and the Rough Rough Pack uh-huh. causing problems mm-hmm. for uh, Mayor McCheese or whatever, Mayor Humdinger, Mayor Humdinger. Mm-hmm. Mayor McCheese's McDonald Land, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Where he yeah. spills coffee on his lap. It's ugly. It's oh. horrible. The poor thing. He melts everywhere. He burns his buns. That's right. 